Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. I talk with multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs. We dive into where they started, the struggles they had along the way, and the unique way they think differently that has led to their current level of success. In the last episode, I spoke with Vince Warnock. Vince Warnock is an award-winning business and marketing strategist, coach, author, and host of the Chasing the Insights podcast. An ex-radio announcer with over 20 years in marketing, Vince has been recognized by his peers with numerous awards, including being named a Fearless 50, a program designed by Adobe to recognize the top 50 marketers in the world who drive bold, fearless marketing and digital transformation. It was a powerful episode, folks, so if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Eva Palakova. Eva Palakova is the CEO of leadersbreakfree.com and the host of Leaders Break Free podcast. She is also known for taking her business from zero to seven figures in 18 months as a single mom to an infant. She helps highly performing multi six and seven figure business owners break free from their barriers and fall madly in love with their business. She also helps beginner coaches to launch their six figure brands. Join me in welcoming Eva Pelikova. Hi, Eva. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure and honor to be interviewing you. Thank you so much for having me. I introduced you briefly at the beginning of the episode, but I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your journey from where you first started to how you got to your current level of success. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much. I don't want to go too, too far along because we could sit here for a very yeah. long time, but, but, um, a lot of people just sort of like what I'm, who I'm known for is the single mom who build a business to seven figures and people are like, what? So I'll take you back to 2019. I actually started my business coaching practice in 2018. And the first iteration was all, all offline. It was all uh, doing presentations, little workshop for female entrepreneur organizations. I actually really love traveling. So at one point in, at the end of 2018, I ended up buying an RV in the US and going around the country and uh, visiting a whole bunch of different states and doing all these little workshops. 
And then that's how I would get coaching clients. I would get them to, hey, talk to me after, let's do a consult and let's uh, let's talk with one another about working together, right? So yeah. so that's how I did it. And it was, um, I wasn't making a lot of money, you know, it was yeah. like five, 10 K months, whatever, you know, here and there coaching client was, but it was, uh, it was fabulous. It was awesome. It was, you know, I was, I didn't have a family at the time. So it was this, free life, you know, go to a state. And I had it, I had it actually mapped out. It was pretty genius. I must say had like the Southern States in the winter, the, the Northern States in the summer and just visit the beautiful areas. And it was so much fun. And uh, at one point I had somebody join me on this journey, my sort of spiritual romantic partner. And we were doing this together for months and so that was amazing. So I'm not only like traveling over the place, I also have somebody doing this with me. And we were doing spiritual coaching together while I was doing business coaching uh, on my own, right? And it was so cool. And I would just continue doing this. And during the week, we would, um, in between the presentations, we would meditate and visit different state parks and national parks and whatnot. And so you know, you, you don't think it could get it better. And it actually did. When in uh, July 1st, 2019, I found out I was pregnant after 10 years of trying, right? And nothing happening. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. And I was, you know, I was sick and nauseous and feeling terrible, but I was like, okay, you know, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, this is looking good. And, and um, four days later, on July 5th, 2019, in the morning, I found out that I would be a single mom to be. I oh. never, never saw him after. Oh. Uh, he, at the age of 52, decided he did not want to be a father to a third child. And, um, and um, shortly after, blocked me on all contact with me on social media, etc. And I realized that this was real. And I was going to be a single mother. Okay. So um, my first thought was, okay, well, first of all, who's the kind of person who gets abandoned after four days of pregnancy? How did I get here? How did I not know? What did I miss? What does this mean about me? Right. right. Just very typical shame and guilt and, you know, very, very difficult. The next thing um, was um okay uh speaking engagements um what do i do with this i could not even get behind a steering wheel of my rb i was so sick like a little like uh, leave alone the depression and and the apathy and whatever was coming up for me i was so nauseous i was like would turn on turn it on and i was like oh my god i cannot do this Mm. so i went and sent emails um, my friend Cami, I think it was one of them, was like, yeah, I can't do a presentation. I, yeah, I, I'm not driving there to, uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, I had to cancel a bunch of these speaking engagements. And uh, so my income went away. Here I am. My base was in Boulder, Colorado, which is a little bit expensive. Yes. For a pretty new entrepreneur, single mom to be, no family in the country. I don't know if you can hear my accent, but I'm from Eastern Eastern Europe, right? So none of my family lives in the country. So I moved to Pueblo, Colorado, which is a bit of a beephole, I must say, in, in Colorado. You know, it's not the, it's not your fancy place, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, but I moved there because I could afford the rent. It was third of the rent in Boulder. So here I am in Pueblo. I don't know a single person there, no family, no support, and now no speaking engagements and like no new income coming in. And so, right. So, so you get the idea. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and rough. I'm sitting <laughs> rough, rough. Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. Right. Like in, in the midst of the biggest, just rejection of my life and going, okay, what now? And, um, yeah. And, and midst of that, I had all this like back pain that like kept me from even sitting. And I think some of like, when we get middle back pain, it can be like the fear of like, it, you know, financial providing and things like that yes. coming up. Right. So it's, it, it, and so that was making it even, even more difficult because I literally could not sit at a desk at all. Right. Even sitting on a couch was very uncomfortable. So, um, I realized, okay, single mom, what do I do? I have to rebuild my business online. And I did what the majority of, I think, beginner coaches are doing, which is trying to create passive income, which was a terrible idea. <laughs> Memberships and courses, just yeah. terrible, just terrible, right? And it's not because I'm a bad at technology, I'm okay. I can, I actually invested. I think two and a half months, I was paying a VA and two and a half months in funnel and course creation and membership creation. And, you know, Trina, I will tell you, I'm fast at these things. I can knock out, I can literally record 50 videos a day. I am not a perfectionist. I'm a doer. Check my boxes. I can do this all day long and I'm okay on camera. I know how to teach, right? Wow. I failed, like, I cannot even tell you, like, build this amazing funnel, tested, retested, optimized Facebook ads. This is the best course ever. Everybody's going to want to buy this. It has all the bells and whistles on how to build your business and da, da, da. Doing what I did, I charged $57 for this thing. You know how many people bought it? Oh, how many? Two. And one of, them is a, one of them is a good friend who felt bad for me. Oh. So... <laughs> so like, I, I look back at it and I'm like thank god because you know obviously you know when something just you're just banging your head against the wall there is a better way to do this this is just not what you're meant to be doing and and um you know we chatted a little bit before we started about imposter syndrome and I think one of the things that I've come to realize is that when you're out to create a business and um you have to increase your capacity and your sense of safety and security and your capacity for other people's judgment and their opinions yes. of you, good or bad, and detach from that. You're never going to do that while hiding behind course creation. Yeah. Or making banners or in Canva or, or whatever. People yes, are trying those to are the avoidance it. activities. Mm -hmm. They're not the money-making, um, needle-pushing activities. No, 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 no. But I fell for that trap too, even after yes. doing all this speaking and being visible, you know, it, it like, it just is so yummy. We just fall for it. Right. So, <laughs> oh my God. Um, just, just entertaining. You know how we, how we fall for this, like no sales required, just like pre-record this and sell it. Yeah. Right. So, so then, you know, a few months later, I think this was November, October, November, 2019, I was pretty much had spent all the money I had. And I told myself, Trina, I said, if my 
bank account balance goes below 10K, I'm going to go get a job because I have nothing saved up for maternity leave, right? My bank account balance was down to 700 bucks. Oof. <laughs> I've spent all the money on the VA and, and um, who is still with me till today. And now she's not a VA, she's operations manager, manages 50 of our clients and so on. But, uh, but um, just, oh my God, running out of money, fear as can be, baby is coming, you know, January, February. And now what, right? Now, no, uh, no child support, no government support, <laughs> Stop. And, I, and, and I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I had nights where I would like go and apply for 130 jobs on indie.com because yeah. I was like, you know, I like can't, I have to provide. And it's so, and there's this, I think for moms, it's sometimes the most feel selfish to be an entrepreneur because it's so risky and we should go and do this, the safe and secure thing. And at one point, it wasn't like a specific day, but at one point I snapped out of it and I said, you know, I, you know, just kind of waking up to, okay, I know that I've done this before. I know I'd owned two restaurants before. I know I've managed to launch a restaurant without knowing how to cook and creating the menu off of YouTube. Like I can't do this, you know, like I can figure this out. And if if, if anybody can figure it out, it's going to be me. And um, I remember going to the Walmart in Pueblo I got this little whiteboard, so cheesy, so cheesy, <laughs> eight and a half by 11 whiteboard. I put it in my shower. So I'm forced to stare at it as, as cheesy as it gets. I write seven figure single happy mom on that. Right. And yes. I'm like, all oh, right, it's going to happen. You know? And, and so it started and, and sure enough, January, 2021, we had our first million dollar quarter. Now I will tell you, um, you know, we could spend hours talking about how I got there and all the strategies and tactics and whatever. And, you know, in long story short, there's no magic bullet to it. There is no tactic or magical strategy. None of that. It's old. It's all old school business strategies. Get online, be on camera, be visible, talk to people, build relationships. And obviously you have to run a group program. Otherwise, you know, you don't have time for that and all yeah. that. Right. Do online free events, roll people into, we still do. Uh, seven day retreats, which was just really, really magical for me. But, you know, that's strategies, like long story short, no, no secrets, like literally nothing crazy magical that you have never heard before. Just very, very simple, right? Most business, it's everything has been done before. Everything works. You have to decide what works best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But the feeling that I have, and you'll have to tell me how true this is for you, it was a mental shift where you made a decision Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is it. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And it was, it was honestly not just a strategic and tactical and I'm going to roll up my sleeves and do, 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 do. But it was also a process of surrender of all the emotional states and letting go of everything that didn't serve. And the first thing that, that when was vi- victimhood, you know? Yes. Couldn't, couldn't juice the, the poor old me single mom story anymore, you know? and circumstances and I was really justified you know what I mean (laughs) well you know how you feel and your experience (laughs) is valid yeah yeah yeah. you get to decide though how you want to take that forward and how you want to respond yeah 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 but I but I also think everything happens for us Mm -hmm. it does and I cannot imagine like I would not be where I'm today 
I would not be where I'm today if that hadn't happened. Right. And honestly, like we hit seven figure, uh, seven figure quarter, but then what? Right. So then it gets even more interesting because guess what? I wasn't happy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and people, it's just so amazing to me that, uh, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, I want that. I want the seven. And I'm like, yeah, but what you really are looking for is not the financial freedom, not the, not the, uh, location freedom, which I have too. We live in Costa Rica, I have a full-time nanny, you know, magical life and whatever. That's like, you can have that. Yes. But if, if you're not free in your mind, yes. if you're not free of needing to control the world around you, if you're not free of the judgments that you have towards yourself and the judgments that are coming to you from other people and you know, if you cannot make your authentic decisions and trust yourself, you know, and, and freedom of all the shame that we carry and, and so much stuff that, then that it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. You're just going to create a lot more problems for you by having a seven figure business. You're going to create a job, a J O B mm -hmm. that, and you're going to become the bad boss that you escaped from in corporate. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get and to create a life that actually feels like success as you're building your success, as you're building your financial freedom, as you're, um, so that when you get to the top, success actually feels like success. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting to me is, is that I, I cannot imagine, like, we're not, you know, we're here, like low seven, right? And I cannot even imagine that the people who are eight or nine, like, I've gotten a taste of just wow, like as you grow your company and people start perceiving you as success, it gets really interesting, right? Because they assume that you have it all together, which, you know, some ways you do, you're not, you know, you cannot be a total hot mess and manage, <laughs> manage, you know, a bunch of clients, yeah. right? So some things you have figured out, but then you're getting different lessons, you know, and, and people sometimes they just assume like the, the things that you hear, like, you know, when you're doing, when, when I was doing an online retreat, like I had 10 people, everybody was happy and I had 300 people on zoom at once. And like the things that were said to me in the chat from people I didn't even know, like you would not believe like how you get treated. It's, it's very, very interesting. Right. So anyway, um, just, just very, and knowing very, that they're responding from their experience. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lesson. I think each person has to learn for themselves that when you're mm -hmm. interacting with somebody and mm -hmm. you might be getting like negative comments or judgmental comments coming from the outside based on how they perceive you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think this is part of the growth I think is really waking up and yeah. realigning letting go a lot of things a lot of things it's like mindset the way it's taught i'm just like give me a break it's so surface level yes we can be doing gratitudes and and intentions and whatever and appreciation and and affirmations all day long but that's not what's needed right you literally the have deep to work yes exactly exactly have to go in there and dissolve 
all traumas. And this is what business requires of you. You have to go in there and dissolve all traumas. Otherwise they're going to come. They're still going to come, right? Yeah. Business is a tool for spiritual transformation. What it's going to do is, is put right in front of you that which you need to deal with. And the bigger the business, the more people to need with deal with and the more triggering, like they're, they're going to come at you with everything. And now I'm like, I'm willing, like I'm willing to experience whatever it takes that whatever I need to experience, because I know I'm not here to make it to eight figures to check the box and hey, I made it to eight figures because that's meaningless, completely meaningless of its own, but I'm willing to uh, to have life use me, to use my business as a tool for my and other spiritual transformation, right? Yes. And then transformation I'm going through, the people who are in my programs who are walking with me, you know, I can pass that on, right? And that's, I think, what we're doing as coaches. So it's, it's a crazy journey. But, you know, for anybody who thinks that, you know, when you're at zero and you're trying to make it to six figures or wherever, and, you know, I remember the financial insecurity and the, oh my gosh, am I going to pay my bills and how am I going to pay my rent and all that stuff? Yeah, that goes away. But then you have like, you know, right, there's just all sets of new problems that arise. And it's just, it's all beautiful. If you have a mindset of I am willing and I welcome, I welcome it all. I am willing to experience whatever, whatever it is that I need to experience in this lifetime in order to become more loving, more free, more joyful, you know, more connected to people. If, if that's what your intention is, you know, lots of people have been going out of business this year, right? And that's a good thing. It's, it's yeah. re- realigning reformulating okay this didn't work it wasn't an alignment that's okay take it out of business it's all fine right there's no shame in that don't keep um digging a hole if it's not taking you where you want to be exactly let it it go let it pass and then you you see new opportunities Mm -hmm. they come up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's i don't know if you i don't know if you see this too trina but there's so much change happening and it's there's so so much change even from um, the beginning, the end of, uh, no, the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. throughout 2020, um, crisis everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the, I also saw businesses rise and grow mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and just expand throughout 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same for 2021. In the face of crisis lies opportunity. For sure. Um, so, you see people trying things, failing fast, and then trying mm-hmm. something new. Mm-hmm. Yes, what I'm seeing is a lot of uh, a lot of the old stuff that didn't work. It worked for a while. A lot of people yeah. were having successful businesses and launching, and and all of a sudden it stopped working. Yeah, right. A lot of the a lot of a lot of it is just it just stopped working, and I think. Um, it's such a beautiful opportunity because we're being really asked to realign, to slow down and to question and to um, align with integrity, right? Yeah. Because um, there's, there's one thing that I've started even kind of waking up to recently, which is the, the marketing, the world of marketing and sales and everything becomes in this, like in order to trick somebody into becoming a client, yeah, right? Oof, oof, oof right in order to trick 
Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like, but there's this like common agreement that there's how we do things and it's okay and, and whatever. Right. And, and I was like, huh, well, just because everybody else is doing that and we're all doing that and we agree that's okay. You know, we all have our, our own unique journey. And is, is this what I want to participate in? Is this who I want to be? Or do I want to build my business that is going to be at a little bit of a different you know, different culture, different frequency, right? So, so I think a lot of businesses who are kind of taking the different route and not like buying into collectively, you know, what the world is going on and on and on about and your positioning and your messaging and, you know, your blah, blah statement and on and on and get a clean up your profile. It's just like all day, every day, the same, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, um, and I think that's been a challenge for um, many of the coaches that I know um, who are trying, who have been trying to market themselves and get out there and the fear of showing up because they feel, feel like they have to show up in a certain way. Um, and the whole sales process feels like it's a kind of jargon now in the coaching mm -hmm. world, at least mm -hmm. that sales feel icky. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the alternate way of looking at it, looking at sales as serving. It's like, what you have to offer is actually serving your client, mm -hmm. but underneath, mm -hmm. um, I think at least with some imposter syndrome stuff is like, if they don't believe strongly enough in what they offer, if yeah. they don't believe in it, then selling it does feel like they're mm -hmm. tricking people into mm -hmm. buying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the, this like sales as a service for most people is a spiritual bypass. Yeah. They don't really believe it. They just say it. So to yeah. make themselves feel better, like instead go underneath and look at that ick. Yeah. Right. Sick with that ick, with the feeling, what is arising when you're sitting on that call, you know, sit with it. It's okay. You know, And I love okay. that you talk about spiritual bypassing. Um, that is one of my, um, strong pet peeves is just looking at the affirmation, just looking at you know, the vision, this is what is possible. If you mm -hmm. don't take care of the pain, the injury, the um, trauma, if you don't mm -hmm. go in deep and look at that and sit with it mm -hmm. and allow it to transform, mm -hmm. then no matter how big your vision, it, it'll always be moving off into the distance. You need to heal yourself first before you can step up. You have to create a strong foundation and you mm -hmm. can't do that if the ground is crumbling beneath you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you repress it. It's going to come back. Yeah. All right. Whatever the trigger was, whatever the drama was, it's going to always come back. Right. Cause, cause <laughs> the divine is going to give you just yet another chance you know, to yeah. fix it. <laughs> and how true do you find for yourself um, now at, at least perhaps in little ways that, um, and I know you've done a lot of inner work. You've done this deep work. You wouldn't profess it. You wouldn't teach it if you haven't done the work yourself, but how, um, true would you say that the, tr the bits of trauma that you haven't quite fully healed yet come back again, they make themselves visible. It's like, um, some people say new level, new devil. And I think it's the same devil. It just wears pearls. It's just wearing a gown now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dealing with something in right now that I'm not quite ready to share, but it's 11 year old trauma, 11 year old trauma, you know, 
it's it's like group gossip bullying things like that you know yeah and it will come back as your business you know that's one of those right when that doesn't heal and we think we have dealt with it but when it still has the power to bring up shame it's going to come back and and it's okay like this is like what i'm dealing right now in my business it's preparing me for 2022 right yes and it's like, okay, like sometimes when you're dealing with a setback in your business and you feel like you're banging your head against the wall and lots of things are coming at you, you know, life, sometimes family, you know, unresolved issues from the past. It's actually like you're, you, these things want to be cleaned up, right? The emotions that are arising want to be heard, right? And when you do that, that's also business growth work. Yeah. Because it's that's exactly what is lifting your capacity to handle uh, leading more people through growth, you know, managing bigger staff, managing larger volume of clients, being having the capacity to hold space for more people, right? So mm-hmm. this is what I talked about. Like, if you want to be a seven-figure owner or, or whatever level, you know, or a six-figure business owner, Right. The person you're now doesn't have capacity to do that. You know, when I was at the beginning stages of my business, I could barely handle three clients. If you gave me 15, I would be like, oh, my gosh, in the DM with them all day long, like worrying about what are they doing? Are they happy? Are they happy? Do they like me? Do they not like me? You know, <laughs> like if you gave me 100 clients, I guarantee you I would never sleep again. Right. Yeah. So this is honestly I've been making a, a rather a drastic pivot from, um, you know, what used to be 80% business coaching, 20% mindset to other way around, because I realized yeah. the business is like, yeah, the tactics, I'll explain it to you. Here you go. Right. When you're then, ready for it, when you have the internal capacity to handle it, uh-huh. then it, business is actually simple. Yeah. We make it hard. And yeah, so yeah. We can get over our own selves and uh-huh. allow it to be easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then anything is possible, but it's, you were so right. The, the, the deep inner work that is where it's at. That's where, um, if, when people are willing to go in, to go deep, to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, to sit in their, in their mess, to and their pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I tell people, I used to tell them like, yeah, that you can sit in that ick, you know, that's the only way you dissolve it. Allow, allow that ick. Yeah. Otherwise, whatever you're repressing, other people are going to actually think you're icky, you're salesy, you're pushy, whatever it is. It's going to so... come through, <laughs> yeah. come through like your micro expressions yeah, yeah, and the yeah, way you yeah. breathe, the way you hold your body and you think you're being so professional, but you're actually being clenchy and you're being pushy, mm-hmm. you know, just allow yourself to release that and it will come through in how you mm-hmm. interact. Mm-hmm. People will feel like you're truly listening, mm-hmm. like yeah. you're truly there for you. Yeah, hundred percent. There's one thing that I have, um, I have, I have noticed though, when I tell people to let something go, it does the opposite. They try to make it, they try to make it go away. Yeah. Right. When surrender really surrender is, is allowing. Yeah. Right. Allowing like I do like with my clients every single Monday, we do a release practice, but what that really is, it's like, what are you not willing to feel? 
Is it wanting somebody's approval? Is it wanting more clients? Is it, you know, is it, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, just lost the word. Hmm, that's weird. Anyway, but it's resisting. Yes. What are we resisting, right? That, you know, there's so much resistance in business and it's like, allow the resistance, like sit in it, allow it, allow it to be there. And people are like, where did it go? I cannot even feel it anymore. That's because you allowed it for five minutes. Yeah. You have been walking around your yeah. whole life trying to not feel these things and they're still there. Not trying to be icky. Well, here you go. You're still going to be icky. Allow that ick to come up and you're going to be free of it. Right. Uh, it's totally, you know, I, I think if you think about it, we all have this deep need to be seen, to be heard, to be recognized, to be acknowledged. Yeah. If we don't start doing that work with ourselves mm -hmm. and especially our inner critic, that inner part of us where the ick lies, mm -hmm. um, where our inner victim is suffering. If we don't allow ourselves to sit and just witness it and acknowledge it, um, you know, that's a part of ourselves, yeah. you know, and when it, when, when you feel seen, when you feel heard, when you feel acknowledged, how does that feel? Mm -hmm. And how can you do more of that for yourself? Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 You know, I tell people you can either want somebody's acknowledgement or you can have it choose. Yeah. You know, so the wanting somebody's acknowledgement, release that. Now you're going to feel it. If you're wanting somebody's love, you release that. You're actually going to feel it. Right. And then there's this process of falling in love with ourselves and acknowledging, like you said, acknowledging and validating ourselves. Yeah. Right. Which requires courage. Yeah, that requires courage because the ego doesn't want to validate us. That ego doesn't want to love us, right? So it's like, no, 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 that's not productive. <laughs> not productive, you know. And and people think, well, if I focus on what I want and I just keep doing, doing, mm -hmm. doing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you keep doing, doing, doing without looking um, at what needs to heal. Mm -hmm. You're just perpetuating the struggle. It's going to feel like you're pushing everything uphill, mm -hmm. like you're Sisyphus, you know, mm -hmm. pushing the rock up the hill. Um, and it continues to roll down because you, you haven't healed what you mm -hmm. need to heal. You haven't looked yeah. at what actually needs to be looked at um, and observed it. And, and given yourself that unconditional love that even though I feel this way, even though I have this story. I, I still, I love myself unconditionally, mm -hmm. you know, and, and when that happens, it, it's like a catalyst to changing, to dissolving, you know, it's the intention. Are you trying to dissolve it or are you just trying to love it and then allowing it to dissolve? Mm -hmm. So Eva, how can people find out more about you? Thank you so, so much for asking. Um, so we're actually doing, uh, I'm doing one of my free retreats in January. It's called the Break Free Process. 
Awesome. And it's, it's free and it's going to be, it's not going to be a lot of talking and, and people taking notes. It's going to be an inner journey experience. So for anybody who wants to uh, come and join us, you can find out about that through my podcast, which is Leaders Break Free or our website, which is leadersbreakfree.com forward slash retreat. Thank you so, so much for asking. You are so welcome. And listeners, those links will be in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for joining me, Eva. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Stay tuned for my next episode where I talk with John Paul Crimi. John Paul is originally from Boston, but in his early 20s, he moved to LA and quickly became one of the most sought after celebrity trainers and sober coaches in the country. Unexpectedly, he found himself in a breathwork class and had a massive transformation that very first time. Knowing he had to share this technique, he not only began teaching, but developed his own unique style and quickly began selling out classes all over LA. What makes John Paul stand out is his East Coast no-nonsense approach. He has taken the new agey part out of breath work, and both companies and corporations are filling his calendar. CEOs and the Forbes set have found themselves in his classes and have hired him to teach all of their employees. John Paul has broadened his classes into customized workshops and corporate retreats of all sizes all over the country. John Paul has also appeared on Good Morning America and has been featured in the Huffington Post and the Hollywood Reporter. You can find him on countless talk shows and podcasts, both domestically and internationally, as he continues his work to make breathwork more accessible and mainstream. It's a powerful episode, folks, so stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, If you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome!